Welcome to I Rent My Life, the show where we don't research or fact check anything, and we just talk about the things that happen in our lives. Hence the name. I'm Bella, and I'm here with my co-host Ella. Say hi, Ella. Hi. Uh, this is our second attempt recording this episode because the first time we had technical difficulties, we would have thunk it. We are still trying to figure this out. Please bear with us. I'm so, 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 so sorry that we missed last week's post. I was traveling and I wasn't able to podcast from the hotel. Um, and we're a little late this week, but just, like I said, bear with us. We're trying. It's kind of hard to do it working around a middle school schedule. <laughs> yeah. Not always. Both of our schedules are very full with our uh, music things, and Ella has tennis, and I have art club. So we're always very full schedule. Which reminds me, I just won a tennis game today. Which is very good. Go, Ella! And it was like two hours long. Uh, see, this is why I don't play sports. <laughs> Seems I like too much work. At the end, I was literally dying. I was like shoving oranges in my face. It was really funny. Do you like oranges? But, okay, so the topic we decided on today was we were going to talk about travel. Yes, we were getting a little off topic there. But yes, today we're going to be talking about traveling. Because I was traveling and I figured, hey, I want to talk about what goes on in our lives. Because that's the whole point of this podcast. I personally have done a lot of travel um, with my parents and my grandma. My grandma really loves traveling. But we've been to a number of different places. We've been like in state. Actually, we haven't been to as many places as in the United States. But we have been a little bit to Europe since my dad is from England. We like visiting his relatives. Yeah. Um, I was a military child for seven years. My dad got out of the army two years ago. Um, so I've been a lot of places. I can't, when somebody asks me where am I from, I can't really give them a definite answer. I just say I'm from everywhere. And that's like a lot of people in our town. A lot of people are military. Because our town isn't a very big town. So it's not somewhere where you would go seeking. Surprisingly, it has a lot of traffic for how small it is. I know, right? It is growing significantly, but um, I've been a bunch of places in the United States, and I've been several places internationally, including South Korea, uh, I spent a little while in Japan, oh, um, I loved Asia when I was in South Korea, it was probably the fav- my favorite place that I've ever been. I love, I just love the culture. You seemed like you picked up a lot of the really cool culture from there, like, that just seems like your type of people. I don't know. Yeah, they are kind too. of my people. They're when I, feel, they're very artsy. Yeah, when I lived in South Korea, I was six when I moved there, and I think eight when I left. So that was kind of the stage in my life where I was learning the most where I was developing and finding interests so I feel like that yes Korea had a huge impact on that part of my life mm-hmm. I um I am I am our hometown born and bred 
we like I've lived here for a very long time. Well, you weren't born here. You were born in Colorado. No, I was not born and bred here, but I was basically I grew up here, born in Colorado, lived there for six weeks. Very to Georgia. gigantic part of my life, obviously, six weeks. Mm-hmm. Like an extra long vacation. Yeah. But do you want, okay, I kind of wanted to start off. We went to where we've been, but I want to stop, uh, talk about how we get there. Yeah, how we get there. Uh, well, well first, car trips. Yeah, car trips, road trips, whatever you call them. They're fun. Maybe not when you have four pets. <laughs> Yes, that's when it gets hard. I only travel when there's an evacuation. I have one cat. She's actually laying on my bed right now. I'm trying to eat me. I kicked all my pets out of my room for this because <laughs> they make such a ruckus. Um, but also, the rest of my family is sleeping. So that's fun. We're recording this at night. <laughs> I, um, I personally, what... I have a certain car grievance that I have, especially in cars, a little bit on planes. I get motion sick. Oh yeah, you do. I used to get motion sick a lot. When I lived in Colorado, um, I went to this summer camp every single year for two or three years. It was called Idrahaji. It was um, kind of an acronym, but not really an acronym, but it was called Idrahaji, and I loved it, and I loved it so, so much, and I absolutely adored going, but it required, like, two hour-long car trips, and even that was too much for me, going up the sides of the mountain and in all the valleys. And especially when you're younger, you have to sit in, like, the back of the car, mm-hmm. so it's uh, a lot more, you get a lot more sit in the back. Yeah, because you're a lot more closed in. I went to Carolina, the uh, North Carolina recently, and I literally went on a 20-minute car ride and about threw up because I was in the back and it was on a mountain with a lot of switchbacks. Yeah. And that just, I sympathize with everybody out there who has any sickness. I do not, strangely, I've never gotten seasick ever because i've been on a couple cruises i've never gotten seasick and i've never gotten sick on a like a roller coaster or a thrill ride but i have for sure gotten sick on a in a car i feel like i like my car sickness stopped when i was around eight no when i was around 10 because i remember i went to this summer camp up until i was 10 and i got sick every single year Maybe it's just you got sick when it was the really bad mountains. Yeah, when it was, yeah, the the winding roads going up the side of the mountain. Um, And I think I stopped getting, like, full-on motion sick. Like, stopped getting motion sick on planes and in cars. Um, I stopped getting motion sick in cars when I was 10. But I, uh, I feel like I stopped getting motion sick on planes when I was about four or five, just because I've flown so often. So I just kind of get used to it. I still have that, but what I do is, um, so normally people who get motion sick take medicine called Dramamine, but that's great, but it makes you really tired. Even the non-drowned one. (laughs) And that's great for everything, because, you know, being awake doesn't really matter that much in car rides. But when I go on really long trips for tennis, that's not really an option. You can't be drowsy while playing tennis. 
Right. So I um I was I had to sit in the front. I couldn't read, couldn't play on my phone, and nobody else was in the front because obviously the front's not paid. No, I'm just kidding, I love the front. <laughs> but um I found recently I found these this isn't like a sponsorship because we're not old enough to have that. No, you have to be found, eighteen to have sponsors. But and I we're found, not uh, these little bands online that put little pressure points on your wrist. And oh, is do you use those for like say when we go on long trips for school and we have to ride in the school buses for like four hours? Is that what yes. you use? That's what I use. Okay. Because I realized you've never gotten motion sick on a long bus ride in well, school. Well, I no, I actually use Dramamine for the bus rides at school. Ah. But I just very very recently discovered the little bands and I'm planning on using them for tennis in the future yeah because they don't so make you sleep do whatever I want on the car ride so yeah. that I, I'm also not passed out when I get to the tennis <laughs> yeah. and honestly apparently some people it doesn't work some people it does but it really works super well for me well like I I'm I super glad because you get really motion sick I I do have I do get a headache when I wear them but then I just take an ibuprofen. I don't yeah, always and get that's headache, a headache. I'll take a headache over vomiting, vomiting any day. Yes, exactly. We could do a whole episode on my <laughs> problems. <laughs> no, I just have a lot of back issues. But you know, we nobody else wants to hear about that except me. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about next. Let's talk about sea travel. Have you ever? been on a boat i in fact have i have um for a while we really our family really liked doing cruises especially i've never been on a cruise i want to go so badly they're okay they're getting even better each year like um on the cruise that i went to they have smaller cruises and bigger cruises. Just this summer, I went on a river cruise, which is very small, but it's also, it's like a little less busy, a lot of people, you get to know some people better. It's it's pretty nice. There are ups and downs to each. But um, the big cruises are like a city. It's insane. I went on a Disney one, so it had a movie theater. Each restaurant was themed. Like there was a Be Our Guest one, there was an Animator's Palette one that where you could draw um, art on your table and it would sometimes they would put it in frames on the wall in like just like projection that is so it was really cool. high tech and you could watch movies on it there were little things to do around the boat there was a pool on the top deck there was there were like five decks you're just making me want to go on a Disney cruise now I know it was insane I just loved it so much and my favorite part was that they had free ice cream. <laughs> Literally, that favorite part. I've been on a boat, I think, twice. At, no, three times. One when I was really little, and I don't remember that much at all. I went on with my grandparents. And then I went on once, uh, I think, two or three summers ago with my very best friend i went to go visit her um in colorado i flew from here to colorado um, and we and then we 
took a long road trip to California and we rented a houseboat for a week, which was a lot of fun. Um, so that was kind of like a plane trip, a road trip, and uh, staying in a boathouse all, all in one. That and, sounds really amazing. And when we went down to Florida, uh, my aunt and uncle used to have a boat and they used to ride around in that. I personally have never been on a... Okay, I've been on like two trips with my friends before. Like, I haven't really gone... One of my friends, one of my really good friends, Charlotte, who moved, I have been on a vacation with her before, but I'm pretty, without my parents, but I'm pretty sure that's the only vacation I've ever been on, where we were with, like, friends and we were all together, not family. Yeah. So I'm not really used to that, but I know a lot of people who do it, like, commonly, but I've never... Uh, I've flown by myself once before, but only once. You I have? I've flown by myself, yes, when I went to go stay um, in on the houseboat with my best friend. I had to fly by myself, and I, it was honestly a really good experience. I sat in between this really nice elderly couple. Um, they were really, really, really sweet, and they had a little, a little dog. Aww. It was, a, it was a good trip. I, I got to sit in the very, very front seat of the plane. I have so many airplane stories that I would bore you all to death. Because <laughs> um, I just recently have also started getting airsick. Oh, fine. I know. It's really great. But I have so many mm, airplane stories. But I'm just going to share one. Uh, so we were, um, we were coming back from Europe this summer, and my grandma took a separate flight than us, because she likes to fly first class, because she has a bad back, mm-hmm. and it was a lot cheaper to go on this certain flight with first class than another flight, so we separated, even though generally not very good things happen when we separate, but we were dumb enough to do that. <laughs> so, basically... They kept delaying her flight until it got canceled, and then she, it got canceled at 11.30, and the flight was supposed to be at 8. And then she, the people at the ticket counter weren't even helping anybody, they were just talking to each other. And she didn't get a ticket until 2.30 so she, in the morning, a.m. Oh, wow. And then she, they gave her, basically finding a hotel was useless because her flight was at like she was able to her flight was at like six so a hotel would be basically useless there's none at the airport so this really nice man who like drives the little carts around for the airplane for the elderly people yeah he drove her to this place there was like um I think it was like a Muslim worship place or something. I don't know, or like a yoga studio. It was weird. Um, but okay, okay. Ella, 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 Ella. A yoga studio and a Muslim worship place yeah. are two very different things. <laughs> I can't remember. It was just somewhere with. You can't just cushions. refer to them as the same thing. 
Okay, basically a place where there were soft things. Okay. There was a place to lie down. Because it was like the airports were nothing soft. And then he let... She just... She uh, laid down there and... She, she was very appreciative because, like, she had been up since 11 in the morning and it was 2.30. Yeah. The next day. <laughs> I, I remember I was having a layover in Tokyo and I was trying to go from Korea to the States. But first we had to have a layover in Tokyo. And when we got to Tokyo, all the hotels all around were booked. So we didn't have a hotel to stay in. So we had to stay with this other family who didn't have a hotel um, in one of the like lounge rooms in the lobby of the airport. And it had like couches and a TV and chairs and stuff that we all slept on. But um, we bonded with that family a lot, but I don't remember them at all now. There are people that you meet while traveling that you become good friends with and never see again. But sometimes, it's just fun that way. It's like, yeah, it's like, hey, adventure. Yeah, meet new people. For people who haven't been on an airplane, they're a lot better than they used to be. Because, oh yeah. Uh, it's, but actually they, they made the seats tinier, which is annoying, so that you have to pay more to get the bigger seats. But they do have like, TVs now and games that you can play. Generally, they have phone chargers. <laughs> Generally. <laughs> Generally. So, sometimes but they don't, and that's I kind of annoying. I always get a little bit anxious during landing. But, oh, you know that there's a feeling when you're flying where your ears get all clogged uh, up. Like when you're in yes. the house from low uh, elevation to high elevation. I, it's the high elevation. Yeah, it's when you're breaking that barrier in between in the, the low elevation and the high elevation. Um, so if your ears clog up and it's really hard to pop mm-hmm. them. And you can, like, people are it like, hurts when you pop them. Yeah, it hurts when you pop them. People are like, chew gum, try yawning. It's like, I can't just yawn. And then now that I play an instrument, I know how to yawn on the spot. As weird as that sounds, it's true. But you have a good point. <laughs> Did you just try it? Yes. <laughs> but people say like I, I wonder if anybody else listening. <laughs> people say like try yawning on the spot and chew gum, but sometimes that doesn't help. My brother on the last flight we were on, so we had a forty-five minute flight and a, le- a nine-hour flight and then a two-hour flight. And on the two-hour flight, he was crying because his ears hurt so much. And he's like, he's not like tiny little baby kid. He's like 11. Oh, yeah, he's but 11. He, and he doesn't like crying. He does. He laughs at me when I cry sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, stupid, if I'm crying for, like, something stupid, he laughs at me, which is not very fun. But um, he was literally, his ears hurt so bad he was crying. And did not open his eyes the entire plane trip. And when it gets to that point, it just sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Or so relieved to be done when you're flying. Yeah. Um, I, I think the longest plane I've been on was 20 or 21 hours. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was 21 hours playing. Play. I think it was either 18 or 21 hours. I forget. Did you get to know the people by you? <laughs> no, I was sitting with my family. Oh, good. <laughs> I was little too. It was on our. It was on our flight from. Uh, I think it was. Or uh, Tokyo or Seoul, either Tokyo or Seoul to Orlando. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So long flight. So one thing that if you haven't been on a plane before, you don't know is that like, you know, there's a crying baby in a room. The person with the baby leaves. There's a crying baby on the plane. Everybody wants to throw it off the plane. Yeah, because you can't. Where are you gonna go? There's nowhere it's else. Like it's the plane. The bathroom. The, the bathroom. The walls are paper thin. <laughs> That's not gonna help. And it's literally the worst thing. When you're trying to sleep. I barely get sleep on planes. I sleep pretty well on planes. Yeah. I sleep well on boats. I have to be... For all modes of transportation, period. I have to be flat. Like, Uh, I don't care where I am. I'm literally laying on about three pillows. My back is straight. I'm pretty much sitting up. And I feel like I could fall asleep any minute. My mom can do the same thing. She falls asleep reading in the car. Out loud to everybody else. <laughs> and falls asleep in the middle of her words. See, I can't... I can't it, the thing is with me, though, is it has to be pitch dark. And it has to be silent. When I'm tired, I am ultra sensitive to light and ultra sensitive to sound. So if, like, for, we have really noisy neighbors, and sometimes if they're, you know, I don't know, they're talking outside, I can hear them, and it's so annoying. And I know it's not their fault, it's just my ears and how overly sensitive they are. (laughs) I, um, I have, like, a little clock in my room, and whenever I have sleepovers, it always scares the heck out of whoever's sleeping over with me. Because <laughs> it just, it's just like one single time. It's really creepy to them. But it makes a little bit of a noise. And there's a light in the hallway that we have on all night. In case, like, we can go downstairs or something. Also sleep with a nightlight. Because I'm great like that. <laughs> I'm great. It's, it's not because I'm scared of the dark. It's because I like to see where I'm going. Oh, yeah, that too. I'm scared of tripping in the dark that's why i have a flashlight <laughs> but i like the thing is i like airplane noises like the sound of the airplane engine rumbling it's like a white noise. yeah it's white noise i like it and it's very constant it's consistent and constant yes i used to okay my mom doesn't let me wear sleep i don't really wear i i would still wear sleepy masks if i could but i lost it but I wear sleep. I used to wear sleeping masks and have a nightlight. Well, Absorb that for a moment. <laughs> oh, but I understand what you're saying, though. You want it to be dark when you're sleeping, and you don't want any eye- light to creep into your eyes. But yes. when you wake up in the middle of the night, you want to be able to see where you're going. Exactly. What's creepiest in what is when there's just a little 
tiny, tiny, tiny bit of light, and it makes a, those weird shadows everywhere. Mm-hmm. Don't it's like worse that. than that's no why, light. That's why my room has to be pitch black, because I do like to be able to see where I'm going, but if there's that little bit of light and it's casting those eerie shadows, I think I'm, like, seeing faces, I'm like, nope, nope, I'm out, I'm out, so I like to be pitch black where I can't see anything. We're, we're, we're slightly, um, <laughs> tiny bit scared. <laughs> No, I'm a huge, like, I'm a huge, um, I'll admit it, I'm a huge scary cat. <laughs> I don't have a so, lot of fears. The fears that I do have, I'm very afraid of. That could be an entire other episode. Yeah, that's another episode for another day. Maybe oh, next one, week. I don't know. If you, one, if you guys like that idea, just, I'll, I'll our, put a poll on our Instagram and you can go vote. Once I was in a bridge and it was like really dark. And it's like you can bear you can't see anything. It's really disorienting. Oh, you know what that reminds me of? Those <laughs> don't even question the fact that I was in a bridge. No, I don't question that. You're LO, of course you were in a bridge. But have you ever seen those float pods? Wait, oh my gosh, I have. Where you're just lying in the water and it's just pitch black and all you have is your own thoughts. Yes. I've always wanted to go on one of those. How did we get here from traveling? Okay. (laughs) I want to think about that. A long way. Yeah, a long way. Okay, but, um, final mode of transportation I was thinking about well, actually, there's a couple more I would like to talk about, but this is one of the final big ones, is train. Yep, I was thinking of that, too. I've never been. I have been on a train. Okay, I've been on... I'm assuming you've probably been on a lot of trains. I've been on I've been... two trains that I can remember. Oh. Um, one Maybe. in Korea for my eighth birthday. We rode a, a speedy train to Seoul. And it was really, really cool. So you have, like, all your seats and benches going facing forwards, right? Mm-hmm. And then yes. some of them can turn around to face other ones. And there's tables that pop up from the floor. And it's really cool. That sounds honestly really great. I have been on one train. <laughs> I actually missed the train, but I still got on a different one. Because... <laughs> I was like little kid and my mom told me to look sad and go talk go, look sad and hold my teddy bear and my grandma actually had twisted her ankle so that was just convenient. So we all went up looking like very sad people and asked for new tickets. And they gave it to us for free. Yay. Yay. But um it was actually this is actually quite a famous train route. It's the English Channel. It's the one that's under the English Channel. Oh yeah. And I timed it, and it was 11 minutes that's to go under the channel. Just really fast. Yeah, that's that. really quick. The other train that I went on was, um, I think it's called the Cog Train, going up Pikes Peak. I've been on that, too. I That was a really cool ride. Because it's completely My mom open. Like, all the, there's no windows, it's just space. It's completely open. It's just the yes. frame of a train going up the mountain. And I love it. I I was like born in the mountains because I was born in the mountains except for the part that I get motion sick that wouldn't really work but like I love it when it's cold and the air is 
I just visiting. love cold days. Yes, I love visiting. I love it when it's rarely outside. I love visiting Colorado and Wisconsin and all those places. I'm obsessed with skylines. Like in Richmond Hill, the best we get is pine trees and sunrises, sunsets, which are really great. Just saying. But you see them every day, so they kind of lose their meaning. Yes. But out my window, there's a very, very pretty. Um, I can sometimes get really great pictures out my window. Yeah. I might send one to you and you can make to grandma's. I rant my life. That might be cool. I don't okay. know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't know how Instagram works. <laughs> I can, I'll see if I can make that work. I do miss Hollywood in Colorado. Just looking out my window and seeing the mountains. That's okay. I can't live without something surrounding. I know. In Colorado, where I was living in Colorado, at least, there was the mountains to the west. And so you always knew that was west. I could look at my window and be like, yep, that's west. Um, <laughs> and if you look to one side, there's all the mountains. And if you look to the east, it's just flat. Ugh. We were on like the line <laughs> between mountains and plains. Colorado's very mixed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. I um, I went to Florida recently, and I was very, very confused, because something was different, and I had no idea, and it was really freaking me out, like, a lot. And then I realized what it Maybe was. Maybe it's because we were in a different it's... state. <laughs> well, besides that, I knew that I was in Florida. But there were barely any trees, and where we are in Georgia, there are tons of pine trees. Maybe it's and just where you were. miles. And I think it was, it was just where you were in Florida, yeah. because I know not all of Florida. I know, because yeah. I know where my grandparents on both my mom's side and my dad's side live. There, my my uh, nana's house, which is my grandmother on my dad's side, her house is like covered in oak trees and willow trees, and my this grandparents is- on my mom's side, they live in a big tree area too not the same trees but still trees yeah i was very near the coast like it was a 40 minute drive to like the coast so that may have been it there were like a lot of palm trees but you know those don't those are technically grass yeah they don't really count (laughs) and they don't really block any space and i was i was just really weirded out by that fact and it bothered me all week my friend who was there who was visiting charlotte um, she, she really likes it, actually, without it being like that. I think it would take me a very long time to adjust. Because I was I've been so many places, I adjust super easily. See, I'm... Okay, being a not-military child, but being in a military town, is not as hard as being military. But there is, versus normal towns, it is a little harder, because 99... Not 99. Like, 50% of your friends move. Yeah. <laughs> years. And I already have some friends who I know are moving at the end of this year. I'm very I sad. know. I'm so sad. Uh, we won't name anybody, like, by name, but just... If you're listening sad. to this and you know who you are and we, we want you to stay, please stay, but we know you have to leave. So we just... And respect to all military people. Yes, we respect, we respect, and we acknowledge that you have to leave, and we're okay with that. We just wish you didn't have to. 
<laughs> See, it's because we like you. Yeah. It's a good thing. Good, good friends. Good Most people. <laughs> there are a couple of one boys. Just kidding. No. But, okay. Have you, um, have you ever been transported by, like, ambulance or helicopter? No. <laughs> Neither have <laughs> I. But my dad was actually once transported by a helicopter. My dad's been in a helicopter before. Well, my dad used to fly, actually, in a plane. Because that's what you fly in. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also fly in helicopters. But he used to be a pilot. But then he, um... He kind of just quit flying for a while. He wanted to be, since he's British, he wanted to be in the Royal Air Force, but his eyesight was not good enough. But my dad was also in a helicopter when he had a seizure, and they didn't know it was a seizure, and they thought it was a stroke or heart attack. And I was like eight, and it was hilarious. And we were not in our home. We were in, like, the Blue Ridge region on a mission trip. And they, I can remember because somebody came out screaming, call 911, it's Russ, which is my dad. And then it was just very hard. And that was. Yeah, that sounds scary. It was. But he never had a seizure ever again. They don't know what caused it. They said, you're either, because of this one seizure, you're either going to never have another seizure again in your life, or have them very frequently. And, thankfully, it was the first one. Yeah. But, it was still very scary. And on that very positive note, we should probably wrap up soon. Okay. <laughs> um, I just want to say one more positive thing, because that wasn't very positive. Do you want to yeah. say something positive? Uh... You say yours first. You say yours first. My cat is purring. It's very positive. Oh, I love cats. (laughs) That's another episode. Uh, Wow, we're thinking so many episode ideas. Basically, anything we talk about could be an episode. I know, we we are serious ranters. But my positive thing, uh, I think... I'm going to start doing this at the end of every episode. I'm going to say a quote that inspired me for the week. Ooh, that's like a lot deeper than mine. (laughs) Um, So the quote for this week is, What defines us is how well we rise after falling. And I like that because, well, it has double meanings. But when I first heard that quote, I was like, wow, that's deep. But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, hey, that that literally just mean what defines you is how well you get up in the morning. There's so many different meanings to that quote, and you can take it however you want to, and that's why I like those quotes. The beginning, my little insight on that is that I agree because, like, the beginning of your day defines the rest of it. The beginning of your life defines the rest of it. Right, like normally, you know, our day, it's like started a normal day, it's just another day at school. But today, my homeroom teacher put an oil diffuser in the classroom and diffused uh, peppermint and lavender essential oils into the classroom. And that really set off my day right. So you just like anything calming, don't you, Bella? You're very chill. I, I, yeah. 
I started off my day, I woke up late. Oh, so that was another good start. I got downstairs late. I was almost late to the bus. So you had a very stressful morning. I but okay, morning. but then here's what happened. When I got to school, I had my ELT, which we talked about, and my teacher was allowing me to basically do whatever. And I really like STEM projects, and he let me do a STEM project. And I am getting to build a garden. I'm very happy, like a little herb box. I'm very happy about that. So I think that really helped my day go better. Because just that little, like, doing something I love in the early morning, it helps. Yeah, it does help. Because even sometimes the business goes up quick. Now that's a positive note. Alright guys, I think I think that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We can't thank you enough. If you have any other ideas or you feel you missed anything, please feel free to direct message our Instagram at underlife underscore official. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Ella, do you have anything else to add? I just want to say, see you next week. Yes, see you next week. Hopefully we're not late. (laughs) Alright, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.